0: With all this talk about artificial intelligence in Google and Microsoft, a lot of people are wondering, hey, what's Apple going to do? We're going to talk about that next on Today in Tech. Hi, everybody. I'm Keith Shaw, host of Today in Tech. On the uh, episode today, we're going to talk a lot of things about Apple and what's been going on with them. Uh, I'm bringing in the rock stars of our Today in Tech uh, show. These are two guys that uh, were running the show when I was not here or before I got here, and uh, I'm really excited to have them here. Uh, first up is uh, Ken Mingus. He's the executive editor of Computer World, and uh, Mike- Michael Simon, the executive editor of Macworld. Hi, guys. Keith, how are you? Good, good. Michael, thanks for being on the show. And also thanks for for kind of like keeping the trains running.
1: I was the non-host while you uh, be, before the actual host arrived. Michael, I know exactly. You've displaced us, Keith. Is this is this
2: quiet quitting uh, incarnate? No, or what? no,
0: no, 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 I, no. No, I, we, we we sort of wanted to establish sort of the the flow of the new show. But, and so now that that I feel a lot more comfortable here, it's it's like all right, now I got to bring in bring in the rock stars. It's like you know I, a lot of people were warming up before you guys came here. Not too much pressure though on on what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. No pressure. None. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's jump right into it. Uh, there was an article that, that you had Michael in, uh, in Macworld uh, earlier this week, uh, which was uh, Apple's chat GPT competitor is a no-show at its, at its AI summit and, um, because of what was going on with Microsoft and Google and the, you know, the hype around ChatGPT, you know, I've been thinking, well, geez, I wonder what Apple's doing. And I'm also wondering about Amazon, but we don't, you know, this is more of an Apple themed show. So um, at some point, I'll I'll try to figure out what what Apple is doing or what Amazon might be doing. Um, Obviously when with the ability for ChatGPT to be integrated into sort of a, uh, a voice assistant, those types of things, the first question would be like, you know, do you think Apple is going to sort of integrate this types of tools into Siri or what does Siri, where does Siri sit in all of this? So what are some of your thoughts, Michael, around, you know, are are, are we jumping the gun? Are we, you know, where, where do you see Apple playing in this space right now?
1: I mean, honestly, nowhere at the moment. Um, this is, this is Apple's, Apple's game, if you will. So, Google, Microsoft, ChatGPT—like they, it's 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 very much in the news right now. And Apple doesn't play that game. Okay, like they don't jump onto the hot new thing just to say we're here. Right. Um. So that AI summit that we wrote about—it was—it was the first time since bef- before COVID that they had one in person, mm-hmm. and it was just you know interestingly timed, which is why we wrote about it. It's a it's a very uh, small employee-only, kind of like, you know, just like a little symposium to talk about what they're working on within the company. It's not supposed to be public. It's not supposed to announce anything. Right. Um, These things get leaked because it's Apple. Mm -hmm. So Mark Gurman of Bloomberg, um, he wrote about it over the weekend saying that basically um, nothing to see here. There was no chat (laughs) bot. There was no chat GTP talk. There was no Bing, you know, uh, uh, sideways glances. There was just, there was nothing, nothing to speak of when it comes to that stuff. Apple is very, very keyed into uh, machine learning, which is not splashy. It's not something that you can even really see working, but they have, you know, these neural engines been built into their phones and they work on efficiency and they, you know, it learned that your phone learns what you do and, and changes your recommended apps and things like this. And throughout the day, it'll pop up like, oh, do you want to call this person that you normally call if I get into my car at, um seven o'clock on a Tuesday, MAPS automatically shows me this is where you want to go because this is what you've done the last five weeks. Right, right. That stuff. It's like um, pattern recognition, basically. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's 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 all under the surface, under the radar stuff that, you know, makes our lives easier. I would bet everything that I own that there's nothing coming from Apple at WWDC this year that's even close. Right. To what we're right, but that you, Microsoft's trying to do, do you think, Google and Google.
2: And, and for obvious reasons, real, real quick, Keith, I know yeah. you got a question, but I just wanted to weigh in real fast. Michael makes a very good point that I mean Apple almost by completely ignoring the chat GPT and trying to stand up there and say, hey, we've got something coming, it, it's almost like a diss. And and it is Apple's Apple does these things on its own timeline. It's perfectly happy to let others jump in first. And then have it, you know, and it will come back with its take on whatever, you know, whatever this AI stuff is,
1: and, and maybe it won't. Like anybody, never not. see anything close to this from Apple. <laughs> and, and the point I would make is, that, you know,
2: the proof is in the pudding. Given the, you know, sure there was a lot of hype initially around ChatGPT, but if you've read anything about it in the last couple of weeks, it looks like a mess because,
1: yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, they all have issues. Um, listen, it's very cool tech. Um, the the picture stuff, the the chat stuff. It's all very cool. And, you know, there's a lot of ethical issues there. Yeah. For one, where's it getting the information from? Ethical issues. Uh, uh, Copyright issues. Yeah, the copyright issues Bing was talking about, you know, that it wants to I don't know take over the world and things like Apple does have wants nothing to do with that. It's it told <laughs> it
2: told the reporter that it loved him and then life <laughs> right. did not. I mean that Yeah,
1: that's I mean just, and it, this right. And so it,
2: seriously and it, off the rails that Microsoft is already having to rein it in and you can only get like five questions in a series before, you know, being right. shut you off. So
0: so I so obviously like there there's a there's an acknowledgment that there's problems with ChatGPT and and again we're not we 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 know that so, but the, the question that I that I that I want to raise is well. First of all, Ken, you're right. I mean, they've got historical precedents of not you know of Apple never being sort of the. The first out of the gate with a product. And so, you know, even the smartphone and the iPhone, like, you know, it was a couple of years plus before they came out with the iPhone. And, you know, the same thing with the music player and all these other, these other sort of innovations. That's like, they, you know, a market is established by other players. And then Apple goes, oh, well, we know how to do all this better. And so, and they're never going to admit it too. You know, so they're probably, working on something but they just won't admit it and they won't say it until they're on stage and go oh by the way here's our you know better version the reason i want to bring it up though is because because of this technology could be used to make voice assistants better is it is it something that could be integrated into siri um again i i i I compare Siri and and Amazon's Alexa sort of in the similar space. And you guys are much more tuned into sort of the Apple ecosystem and Mac than I am. I mean, I have a Mac, but I don't use Siri at all. I just don't. I just don't. If it shows up on my phone, I get annoyed. I was like, that's not, I didn't mean to push those buttons on the phone. And Siri then goes, blah, 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 blah. And I try to ignore it. And I click off whenever Siri is asking me to do something. But if I knew that Siri had a better way of actually answering a question from me, then I might be more interested in the technology than I currently am. And so that's why I'm wondering if if it's possible that this could be integrated at some point. Or, and then the second, as a follow-up question, do you think that Apple might be getting, you know, pressure from either its investors or other people that follow the company and going, hey, when are you going to do something or, you know, or should you do something? And maybe they don't even listen to those anyway.
1: Um, All right. So there's there's a lot lot to unpack. I'm (laughs) sorry.
2: Yeah, those 30 questions go.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, Siri isn't a 2023 problem, it's been a problem for a while. Um, Apple was, it's it's hard to believe, but Apple was the innovator in this space. The iPhone 4S Mm. introduced Siri, which was mind blowing. That you can ask your phone, do I need an umbrella? And it would understand, okay, he wants to know the weather. We got to look at the forecast. We got like all that stuff. It did on your phone privately. And it was, it was, you know, like, wow, this yeah. is crazy. Amazon and Google took that and turned it into a home companion. And Apple didn't. Okay. Until later on with HomePod. And now, you know, they're behind. And, you know, Siri hasn't really gotten. I mean it's it's not if you compare it to Alexa, it's not bad. Right. It's fine. Maybe right. Alexa will ask her a couple more questions and Siri or Siri will be able to do a couple more things, whatever it is. None of them have, have, have risen to the point where, you know, they're like real assistants. They just they 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 answer things that they're programmed to answer.
2: Yeah, um sort of, I think of Siri as sort of a dumb assistant in the sense that it's very limited and what it can do. It often misunderstands what you're saying. There's a lot of that, yeah. A lot of you that. know, the the, the the understanding is the bigger issue that I have with it in terms of, uh, you know, I don't need to have a conversation with it, but I'd like to get, you know, at least proper directions to the right place when I need them or have it send a text message that actually makes sense, you know, based on what I've said. And and it does boggle my mind that this many years out, those, those have been perennial issues and they are still issues, you know?
0: Yeah. Is it a thing where it's because it's the voice, you know, that Siri operates on your voice where you're asking it a question versus ChatGPT where you're typing in the prompt and and maybe it understands, maybe the ChatGPT engine understands uh, context because of the text versus then converting your voice to text and then, but I, I don't know, I don't think that's much of a problem at this point. Is it, or is it, or is that where the the heart of the matter is? It
2: it shouldn't be. I mean, you know, assuming that Siri has some measure of learning, which is not really learning, but maybe recognizing patterns, voice patterns. If, you know, it's not like you say something and it gets it right. And then somebody else in the car whose voice it doesn't read or recognize says something and it gets it wrong. It's same voice over a period of years with generally the same pronunciations and the same background level of noise or whatever, and it still gets things wrong. It just, it, it baffles me.
1: And listen, Alexa gets plenty wrong too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not. This isn't a Siri only problem as well. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, um, I,
0: yeah. Obviously, with Alexa, it's it's. You know, I I use it to listen to some music sometimes, and then I use it for a timer, and I use it to tell me what time it is if I can't and find my it phone. Lights
1: up and things like that. Yeah. Well, that's even Which more advanced than I'm using. Siri can do all of those things. Had yeah. Apple released a, a ninety-nine dollar HomePod four and a half years ago, we we'd be having a different story because there's nothing that Alexa does that Siri or or there's nothing that Alexa does that much better than Siri it's just a matter of Amazon gave away a bunch of echoes to everybody and they're in everybody's house now and that's the one we use and it's also more compatible with smart home stuff uh this there's a new matter standard that's coming out gradually yeah that apple was hooked into and it supports everything at once but you know we we're only just getting there people already have these plugs and these lights and these switches that only work with alexa and google assistant for the most part well, so yeah go ahead um, I was just going to bring up, so um, Samsung yesterday announced a new feature for for Bixby, which I didn't even realize was still a thing, but it is. <laughs> um, so what it can do is if you're sending a message, a text message, it can use AI to clone, we'll use clone for lack of a better word, the, the cadence and style of your voice Okay. and send a message to someone else in your voice using text. That's the kind of thing I can see Apple doing with Siri. What, what, like that the, type of When you say it stuff.
2: sends it in your voice, it's not like doing a recording and actually sounding like your voice. You mean the nuances? It's, of
1: it's mimicking, it's, it's using AI to mimic your voice okay? and send a, a text message, an audio text message that mimics your voice using AI. There's so a couple of tools out there, uh, ChatGPT's style tools that, that can yeah. do this.
0: So if you're listening, so instead of sending us hearing an audio text message that sounds like it's a robotic voice, it could actually sound right. like you. Yeah, so exactly. We, right. Yeah, so we've done. Yeah, we did an episode a couple of weeks ago about voice AI cloning and how scary that technology has yeah. gotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely
1: um, uh, frightening. Yeah, the 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 power that these things can have. So with, with yeah, deep fakes and things like that.
0: If you could, for a second, just sort of. Um, Ignore the, some of the issues that ChatGPT has with the the bias and the uh, the copyright and all this other kind of stuff. Could could that technology, I guess, be integra- I mean, could it be integrated into making a better voice assistant? Because I still, because yeah, again, I mean, it I is. Think, being, it's supposed to be integrated into search engines, and Apple doesn't really have a. They're not in a search engine sort of market. Um, but yeah, could yeah. it?
1: There's could it be used so to are, answer
0: answer better questions than what we get right now?
1: Yes, uh, there, there's perennial rumors that it's working on its own search engine. Whether or not that ever comes to fruition, who knows? Yeah. Um, but Apple has two, like, so the neural engine built into the M one, M two, A sixteen, A fifteen chips. I mean that thing processes trillions of of calculations a second. like it can do so much more what than what it's actually tasked with doing. So the hypothetical of could it be absolutely would it be is the question
0: right. and, right. and
1: Apple doesn't like to to iterate in in public like like Bing that thing that happened with Bing. That's like a PR nightmare for Apple. Yeah, yeah. They would never allow something like that to even possibly happen, let alone get to the point where it's on the cover of the New York Times. It would, like It just wouldn't happen. Apple doesn't release something until it's positive that it'll it'll make at least ninety five percent of the people out there happy, and it's not going to break.
0: Yeah, you would never have a flub like like what happened with Google and Microsoft, right? Where never, yeah, it,
1: it just wouldn't have. They wouldn't allow it. They would just say we're it, just not
0: doing it if well, it's they, not
1: it, it, certain to work. We're not going to do it. Yeah, it, which surprises
2: me. I mean, I, I mean, I understand. You know that Microsoft sees this perhaps as a way to go after Google's dominance in search and basically turn that sort of industry on its ear. But the way it and Google both sort of, I mean, these things were definitely not ready for prime time Yeah, and not even, I mean, not even alpha level. I mean, this, this thing went on, I mean, it, it looked really cool for
1: about a week and then people started digging, <laughs> digging under the the, the the Google thing messed up right out of the pot, right out of the game. Oh yeah. About the telescope. <laughs> yeah. the James Webb, Like immediately. Yeah. yeah. But, but the thing is,
2: and here's the danger of this stuff, these things come across and people assume that there's a confidence in the results. So you're assuming right. that it's right. correct because it's coming from Google or Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, CNET and,
1: was using it to write stories. Yeah, well, like, the Verge discovered all the other That's, that's that a whole thing. other yeah. mess. Yeah, like, and then, they immediately yeah. said, oh, we can we can use this thing. Put it, like, put it on our website, and people will trust it. And that's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, and, and we're then, nowhere near that level of trust. Have you taken any of the skills. AI
0: BuzzFeed quizzes? I mean, BuzzFeed... Did this a thing where they were having the AI create new quizzes about, like, you know, what unicorn am I? Kind of a thing. Like, (laughs) look, I I hated them when they were written by humans. It's like, uh, now I got to like try an AI one version of this. Listen, back to your original point.
2: Yeah. I am, I I, I don't know that I am not an expert in AI, but it seems like the kind of technology that is being experimented with and developed. Certainly sounds like it would be a natural way to improve any kind of voice assistant. I guess you'd say whether it's Siri or Alexa or uh, or, or some other one. But you know, I think this stuff is it, it's rapid. It's moving so quickly, mm-hmm. and there are so many ways it can you know uh, s- screw up that Apple is, is perfectly happy to just let all this stuff blow up in public with all these other companies and then maybe, or maybe not, come back in a year or two or three with its own take.
1: And we're gonna see a little bit more of this stuff with, uh, so allegedly next month, month after, maybe June, they're coming out with this new AR headset that is, you know, one of the worst kept secrets that they've ever had. Like we've heard, and we've known about this thing for like two years. All right. So that that's a great, tr-
0: you, you just worked my transition right into the next, <laughs> the next topic that we want to talk yeah, about. I, is I was
1: a part-time host for a while. Yeah, there know you, go. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Good job. Uh,
0: so yeah, let's talk about this AR VR headset. Cause it's like every week it's like, it's, it's coming. It's not coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's not coming. It's like, Oh my gosh, I'm, my head is spinning, but now we think it might be coming. Like what's, what, what are you hearing on your, on your yeah, side So I uh,
1: um. Uh, It would be surprising to me if we didn't get it before the fall. Okay. Um, The early rumors were maybe March. Well, all right. So first rumors were like January, like they're going to go back to that, like that's when the iPhone arrived in Macworld San Francisco in two thousand and seven, the iPad in twenty ten. Like January has historically been like a big month. uh, If you go back in in time, Um, that didn't happen. Then they were saying maybe March. Now it looks like that's not going to happen. And now they're saying probably WWDC in June, which I'm not sure I buy that rumor because that like that is a lot. So WWDC is iOS 17, iPad iOS 17, Watch OS 17, watchOS 10, TV OS 17, AirPods, and um uh what's the one I forgot one of them. Um uh, oh, Mac. <laughs> Mac OS 14. Okay. Like yeah. that is a lot, that is a lot. Yeah. And then, oh, and here's like another Gigantic new product that we're also going to unveil at WWDC, plus an operating system, plus a whole bunch of new uh, 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 developer tools and APIs and everything else. It, that seems like a lot. Do Michael, you, is it possible?
2: And it's probably not, but let me ask this anyway: Would it be possible since WWDC is so developer centric, could Apple possibly release like Reality OS, but not the hardware? I mean, or do I mean, you that would it would hardware? surprise
1: me if if it didn't. If it didn't have anything attached to it, sure. I mean, they could. Yeah. It would be I mean, weird if they said, here's our new operating system for a headset, but we're not showing you the headset. I mean, maybe.
2: maybe. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm thinking, big, what, what, you know, only to get the developers' juices flowing and, you know, get them working yeah. on different apps or you know ways to use this thing and then roll out the hardware maybe in September or maybe. well or October yeah my,
0: my best guess would be that if you had something that was that big if you have a headset along with an operating system you would almost want to do this as a separate event and just yeah, come and just come out and say what, here's the one you know a secret event that that gets announced and and then like be here tomorrow and then boom it's it's out we've got the os we've got We've got the hardware and you're going to want it because again, all of those things that you just listed off, Michael were, were are things that we know about. They're just new versions of it. And I think yeah. what a lot of people have been waiting for for the last five years is something new. It's a, is the,
1: right. The next yeah. big thing. So it, it, I mean, there's a, obviously a ton of pressure on Apple to keep doing this. The iPhone led to the iPad, led to the Apple watch, led to AirPods. And now this is like the next wearable thing is this headset. Now, it's supposed to be $3,000, <laughs> uh, a big, giant, clunky thing with an external battery pack, and not really what we think when we think of Apple. Like, everyone right. isn't immersed in these rumors. Oh, Apple Apple glasses, I'm going to put on my glasses, and the world's going to open up. That's not this. This mm-hmm. is not even close. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a big Oculus-style Sort of like that's Hololens, it. isn't it? Wouldn't it be more like Hololens? Yeah, maybe, maybe Hololens. Wh- whatever you want to compare it to, but it's going to be big, clunky, expensive, and not something that you want to wear to dinner, yeah. <laughs> right? Know, and that's it's, it's not without getting looked at by you know people like. Yeah, it's, nuts, it's right? going to be very much a, a alpha beta.
0: Right. But, but knowing like what we just said about a potential kind of Siri chat GPT thing that raises the question, does Apple, does, do they want to take the risk with something that doesn't look Apple? That doesn't, you know, it doesn't look like the the refined (laughs) products that they're known for and and people love. Although I do know one person who's going to, you know, put out $3,000 for it and he's, he's, he's in the room with us or he's (laughs) on Zoom right here.
2: You know, Keith, if, if, if <laughs> Apple, I think one of the things that's been discussed is that Apple would sort of pitch this more toward industry, right? You know, for like more practical uses, you know, yep. uh, manufacturing, things like that, just to get it out there and and sort of, you know, get developers working with it. And then at some point, Michael, is is it possible that, you know, this is, all right, so this is Reality Glasses 1.0, and then next year we get the sort of more consumer-y, you know, the more stylized,
1: Slim down version. I mean, technically, I don't know there, there there are rumors that Apple is developing a cheaper model for I guess version two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so this will be like the quote unquote pro model. I, I don't know it, it all depends on how Apple sells this thing.
0: Yeah, do they have the like, market Do they have the audience that would be ready for an industrial uh, no. manufacturing? They don't right no, like don't. you know I don't think
1: n- not not on the scale that they sell stuff. Right. I mean, I don't. But I don't know what the sales pitch is going to be. Like maybe that's why it won't be a spring event. Because spring event is IMAX and AirPods and and iPhone colors. Yeah. yeah. Like this doesn't really fit. And but, I, like I'm I'm it's it's a fascinating thing because uh, Tim Cook has been talking about AR for years. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a it's a major thing that they want to accomplish, but. It, this isn't even as simple as a as a as a uh, 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 Apple Watch One. Like, there's a lot here. Headsets are not a thing. They're not. I don't care if Sony sells a million VR headsets and they're not Apple sells forty million iPhones uh, uh, on a on a in a in a uh, a couple months. Like, that's the scale that they're working on. We're not there, so they have to convince first developers and then us right. that this is something that we want and need.
2: Like, let's- well, you, you I mean you—you you have to have a use case, and no one can figure out what the use case is. I mean, I, I mean, we're—I mean, we don't know what Apple's doing, but we're not idiots here. I mean, you figure out what would you use this for,
0: right? And, well, and but, that's but, but, and but that's, but that's a problem is, with AR and VR. In I general. don't know. Yeah.
1: Right. Like I honestly don't know. I, all right, all right. Here, here's an example: the iPhone. Yeah. Everyone laughed at it. Apple knew. All right, this is something that we're going to want, and here's why. Here's why you want it. It's the internet in your pocket. It's a widescreen iPod with touch controls. It's a breakthrough into communication device. That's how Steve Jobs sold mm-hmm. it to us. Yeah. What's the hook here? I'm not saying that that Apple shouldn't do it. I'm not saying that it's going to fail. Any of that. I'm just. I'm fascinating to see when they take that stage, whatever stage it is. Like, how do they sell this thing? Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm very intrigued to see like when they when they, when the they launched version of this headset is
0: when they launched the iPhone in 2007 right that it was it was interesting and a lot of people liked it in fact that one unopened box one sold for $63,000 recently um, um, yeah. although I, I i'm just annoyed that someone never opened a box that had the iPhone in it yeah. but uh-huh. um, but when it really took off was when they opened up the ability to create apps and that mm-hmm. was a year later a year. Yep. Yeah. And so, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, now I can play a game. Now I can be more productive. Now I can do this. And the flow of, now I can, you know, have a pretend Zippo lighter and do all of those wacky apps that first came out. When you opened up that ecosystem, then everyone was like, oh, now I've got to get one. Because the, the initial, there was always that that that, that slew of Apple fans um, that that, that bought the initial one, but it wasn't until I think the next year when they said, Oh, app store and, and 99 cents. And, and, and then everyone sort of forgot the music player at that point. They're like, yeah, you still have a music player on it, but then everyone's like, I got to get this phone. And then, and then I think when they made it 3g a couple years later, when they were able to connect to 3g, then it was like, now I can see what I'm doing with it. Now, maybe, maybe that's what they do with the AR VR headset. Like they come out with it, but then, at some point, with the it's almost like this reality OS might even be more exciting, and they open it up to the developers and say, "You guys, tell us what you what what type of apps would be useful on this." Um, yeah, you know, so yeah, it's not just a gaming need, headset, or it's not just a, a working headset for a factory floor, like
1: maybe. But it's more, yeah. yeah, so but he, here's the difference. Well, for, for, for one, Apple's in a totally different place than it was in os right? But also, it did the phone stuff the music stuff and the internet stuff which other phones didn't do even like something simple as an iPod which was in the phone like i i had a razor at the time before i got my first iphone and playing music on that thing was a was a disaster like it was so hard to get music <laughs> on and to play iphone made all of that easier and steve jobs took that so he said these are the three things that it does a, yeah. a year later it did it did uh, 150,000 more things but that's how it was sold to us as this thing in our pocket that connected to the Internet and, was, and, and revolutionized three things that we commonly do. I, I just don't know how they're going to sell this headset well, you know, to one, anyone one, but like hardcore Mac people. I don't know. One point,
2: one point, you know, jumping off on that, Michael, you know, Apple also sometimes starts off in one place. Now, with the iPhone, you're right. I mean, they had that pretty well nailed you know, at the beginning, but it starts off pitching a device. I'm thinking of the Apple watch in particular when it first comes out, then as it sees how users are actually using the device, right? it it skates to where the puck is going, you know, fitness, fitness, and health, which is what the Apple watch has really become in addition to being able to answer messages and, you know, do whatever, whatever else you can do with with an Apple watch. Um, and I think, you know, whatever the initial pitch for the ARV or hardware is, it's, entirely possible if not likely that that use case will shift over time as developers develop and as people use it and Apple figures out you know where they're going
0: yeah sure. like, like, for example if i if i could get an like sorry so first of all it, the product would have to be sort of like my regular glasses here like you can't. I'm not going to walk around with. Well, that's with, not
1: that's not happening for a few years. Well, though. okay. So, yeah. hey, this is. I'm, I'm talking. I'm about, with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking. That too. I agree. I agree. I
0: I mean, we all remember Google Glass. I mean, we remember that yeah. that sort of actually looked like regular glasses and didn't now, make you look now, like. Now,
1: Google Glass wasn't yeah. at all what this product is supposed to be. Right. That's a heads. That was a heads-up display with a camera. Right. This is supposed to be a complete and total augmented reality device that you put on has. Uh, 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 showcases the world in 8k to you and then brings it alive (laughs) totally different concept than google and google Glass was 1500 bucks and everyone made fun of it right if 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 apple's ar headset reality one they're calling there is the rumored name for it is three thousand dollars and doesn't blow your mind right i just I, i like i need to to know what Apple is gonna do to sell this thing and not not just not to literally sell it yeah but to make us want it at mm-hmm. some point like a lot of people wanted the iPhone and didn't buy it for two years like you just said yeah like you know you went to the Apple Store you played around with multi-touch and you're scrolling you're like oh this thing's freaking amazing I'm not paying 600 bucks for it I could you're gonna strap on that reality headset and say, "This thing's thirty-five hundred dollars. I can't afford it, but man, I wish I could." Yeah. <laughs> I could see. I'm not even I, I, even I, could.
0: I
2: am not lining up for whatever. Oh, stuff. you are. So, oh, you, are you no, I'm not. No, no, I'm really not. And I'm. Not you can concerned. sell that lava no, lamp behind. I will behind get, get the next cranes. iPhone. I, I'll get the ne- <laughs> next Apple Watch Ultra. I am not buying the first AR. What? There's no use <laughs> case for me. There's no. Really not. Listen, the,
0: the second they come out and they show the 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 screenshot or a video of what you're seeing and it looks gorgeous. And you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, no, I, I can th- I can do this, this, that's what and they this. Have to do. And they've integrate, and you know, and at that point, maybe they've integrated a voice assistant into it, so you can you could touch the, the the side of the thing and go, hey, uh, you know, give me walking it's, directions to the nearest bathroom in a city, and it and it goes, you know, and the arrow, and, you know, wave up your and, hand
1: and change like, the the, yeah. yeah, there's. Whereas, I don't it, think you could sit there and say that you don't want one. All right, so here's a story. When I, when the iPhone came out in seven, the first weekend it was available, I went to my Apple store in Providence. Right, just uh-huh. to see it, yep. just to look at it. Yep. I walked out with one. I bought one oh. because I, I I had to have it.
2: I was editing the first <laughs> review. Mike <Michael> Lagonia <laughs> wrote a review of this thing, and halfway I wasn't going to buy one. Yeah. Halfway through the review, I put it down, drove to the Apple Store, right. bought the that, phone, that's and the then change. came back and would not take it out of the box until I finished my work because I knew if I did, I wouldn't. You wouldn't stop. Right. So and yes, if, I did get that. And but, if you had you know, kept
0: it in the box. 20 something years later, dollars richer right now, but think of what I would have, you know, lost out on <laughs> Yeah, years and years of, of us making fun of you for being in, for an Apple. Yeah. yeah Apple. You know, I don't want to call you a boy, but you are. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. I listen, I think, I think that if they do, if Apple does it right and does the Apple thing, which everyone expects them to do, um, but again, there there are still these doubts about, you know, if it's, I, I, they're not going to put it out if it's too clunky it, or if if enough of their audience feedback know. or whoever. I mean, is it just because of the pressure, Michael? Is it just because they think that they have to put something that's new out?
1: I, no. Okay. I do think that Tim Cook believes in AR. I think he wants this to be the next kind of tentpole for the company. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Apple feels any pressure. They made... They made a uh, hundred billion dollars in a down quarter. I think they'd do it just fine. Yeah, I, I, you know, despite what sites like mine write about, where's the next big <laughs> thing? They don't care. What or, we're or
0: shows like this, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, they're doing they're doing things on their own terms. You know, they can come out with nothing this year except for a new iPhone, a new Apple Watch, a couple Macs. They make fine. lots and lots and lots of yeah. money. Yeah, they'll yeah. be just fine. I mean, the iPhone hasn't really done anything particularly innovative in years, and they're still selling way more than anybody else. Yeah. So I don't think that they're feeling pressured to do something. Okay. I think that at some point after, we'll say, five or eight years of development, like you, they, they have to ship something so they can get that feedback, right. but they still need to, to tell us what it's supposed to be because I don't think we know right now.
0: Yeah, do, does is is this now sort of the 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 front runner in terms of a new thing, or do you see potential other kind of areas? maybe uh, you know the 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 car or anything like that, or any other sorts of
1: I don't think other ever wearable. See
0: an Apple car. Yeah, probably yeah. never see the
2: car. I, I think the whole car thing is all about the interface.
1: Clearly. I think so too. I don't and, and and Apple showed that off on iOS sixteen. It's supposed to be coming sometime later this year. Mm-hmm. The whole dash dashboard navigation, like like look at the new. Mercedes or something like, mm-hmm. you know, if that the was whole Apple, thing is, is is a screen, yeah, the whole in yeah. front of or you or, or even Hyundai, like all these electrical cars now are, you know, their dashboards are giant screens and their uh, you know, the lights on the side change color and I think that yeah, as Ken says, that's probably what we'll see. I don't think Apple's ever going to come out with a car. I don't think Apple's ever going to come out with the self driving Siri anything. Oh, I don't well, think that God would God I hope not. anything <laughs> like that. That would not be a
2: pretty picture. <laughs> well, remember, you're right. Stuff <laughs> right. I'm processing, processing. Yeah, remember something I remember all the Apple apps. It's, yeah.
1: it's the integration with the products we have with the car. Because, you know, the car, as we move closer to self-driving, as we move closer to this, you know, more like kind of like ride sharing, like it's going to become an extension of our house. And I think that's what Apple wants to do, where you step into a car and the whole thing lights up with your world mm-hmm. because you have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think all these rumors are, which is just as hard as anything else. I I, I cannot see Apple building a car. Wait, don't, wait. don't you think I just dude, can't
2: see in terms of like the, the UI and the interface, the way you interact, again, especially with I'm thinking electrical vehicles with all the screens, yeah. and Apple is probably better prepared to do that than Two dozen automakers with the software any automaker. I've had. never,
1: I've never used a car that was better than my phone ever. Right? Like they're always clunky. They're over the menus. The ergonomics always, of you know, yeah, you know, of What Apple can do
2: right. with CarPlay or whatever it's called. I, you know, I mean, to, I mean, anybody that's got Apple CarPlay or I guess Android Auto. You know, when you plug in your phone or it's connected wirelessly, you know, the interface that you use to get a, get information, whatever. Is better than what the car came with already, and constantly yeah, improving. Sure.
0: Right, you know? right. So, with, with all of the rumors that that are happening about a potential spring event, uh, what are there any things that you're excited about, Michael and Ken? About like what what of these potential updates um, makes you guys? I want to see that
1: 15 inch MacBook Air. Yeah, that's the bigger the bigger non headset rumor is what Ken just said. So they're supposed to come out with a larger Air. I mean, I have issues with that in the sense that is it a, is it really an error if it's larger than a pro? But aside from that, <laughs> that's a whole different show. <laughs> uh, I do miss I do miss the 15 inch size that they got rid you of. You got a 14 inch, inch MacBook Pro, right? I have right? a 14, which is yeah. which I like. So the 16 okay. inch is a little bit too big. 14 I got the is a little 16, bit too yeah, small. Yeah. yeah. Um, they 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 sold the 15 inch uh, MacBook Pro until 2019 when they replaced it with the 16 inch model, and they never brought it back. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the sweet spot for most people 13.6 inches which is the M2 Air is a little bit too small mm-hmm. for doing anything other than like email and web surfing 16.2 inches is way too big for most people unless you're, you know, dealing with many windows at once 15 is is, is perfect so um assuming it's not priced outrageously I'm thinking 1500 maybe 1499 I think that'll be a good a big seller. Um, Aside from that, the Mac Pro, I'm still wanna know what the heck's going on with the Mac Pro. That's another one that is not something I would buy.
0: Yeah. No. Unless unless you had the money, or if you had the even if I did, I mean,
1: I couldn't. I have no use for any of that power. I don't. I don't have a Mac Pro. See, there are things that I don't buy from Apple.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh! Mark that on the time. We got to like remember that you actually. (laughs) Hey, Michael, real quick on the 15-inch MacBook Air, and
2: I, you know, know we've been going for a while.
1: That would be an M2 chip. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to go backwards. So the the current 13.6-inch Air has a M2. Okay. the older air with the older design older screen has an m1 now maybe we're not going to see an, an m2 this year Pro? i don't yeah. think so not not this soon okay um that's maybe end of this year most likely 2024 for the m3s okay. that's going to be based on the three nanometer design which we'll get in the i17 chip for the iphone 15. i, saw I think that, we'll yeah. see it there first yeah and then maybe october uh, maybe, maybe January, like we did for the MacBook Pros, January, February, March, whatever. Um, it'll be a little bit, I think, for the M3. This new MacBook Air would be an M2, maybe with an option for an M2 Pro, like they did with the Mac Mini there, because that's kind of higher end consumer-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole nother can of worms because now you're talking about that's eighteen hundred dollars and the pro is nineteen ninety nine. Like it's it does a lot. It just gets very confusing if you're a consumer trying to figure the out. The product matrix
2: gets weirder and yeah. weirder when you yeah. start adding these things, yeah.
1: I mean, Steve Jobs was so simple with his one, two, three, four quadrants, pro consumer, laptop, desktop. We're so far beyond that now, like it's, you need like a spreadsheet to figure out what you want to buy. If you have like 1,300 bucks or a couple thousand dollars to spend on a new Mac, good luck. Yeah. Because there's a lot of options. Yeah.
0: So, so I want to uh, there's one more topic I want to sort of ask you guys uh, this was a, uh, an article that um, uh, was on computer worlds uh, Ken and I think it was the uh, Johnny Evans wrote about this it's about uh, Apple wants you to offer your digital life for rent. Um Christian, yeah. I don't know if you have that available. Everything There's is a service, basically. Yeah, and and so the, the the phrase that that I liked what he used was Apple as a service. Uh it's a little different sort of from the the iPhone early the early iPhone subscription plan. Um but more as actual like you just pay a, a monthly subscription and then we'll just give you updates. And and you could expand this beyond just an iPhone. You could in theory, do this for your Macs, right? You could do this for a lot of these other types of things where they get more into the service space than, um, than just the hardware. Does, does this have legs or is this just sort of more speculation?
2: Well, I mean, I definitely want Michael to weigh in on this, but I, th- yeah. I think it has legs and it's not just Apple. Companies like recurring revenue. You know, and this is a way you know you 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 get somebody in your ecosystem, and you keep them there and you keep them happy. It's also a way of sort of not really hiding, but um, dealing with ever increasing prices. You know, and so that you're you're not paying fifteen hundred dollars for an iPhone, you're renting one for fifty months at thirty bucks a month or something. You right. know, or you get a new one every year you know, it it is very much like the iPhone upgrade uh, program in that way. Um, So yeah, I think Apple wants to do this because it smooths out those issues like supply chain problems or pandemics or whatever. You've got regular money coming in from your, you know, most beloved customers and it's easier to keep them happy. I think, you know, I I don't quite know what will be the next big um device whether it's you know a laptop that goes behind your phone or maybe it's AirPods, or you know they could go in a lot of different directions i'm also really interested this is slightly tangential in what apple is doing around you know apple pay and uh, the whole thing about uh what is it apple pay later michael and uh you know and and monthly payments and it's just it, there's a lot going on where apple becomes not just the place you get your hardware, not just the place you get your software, but it's the place you get all your updates and you pay for them. and it you know it's like a whole system that's very smooth and frictionless, which is what Apple does really well,
1: yeah, this is, so the the iPhone subscription plan, just some quick background. Yeah. Um, like they have an uh, the iPhone upgrade program at the moment. Yeah. And what that is is you buy a phone at full price with Apple Care all baked into the price with tax and all that stuff. Apple spreads that out over two years. It, after 12 payments, if you want, you can upgrade to the new model and start over. It's basically just financing. That's how that works. You trade it, you give back your old phone and they and they spread it out. If you don't want to do that, you can keep it and pay for two years and it's done. Carriers do that too, mm-hmm. AT&T, uh, Verizon, T-Mobile. You know, you're paying over usually 36 months because they want to keep you as a, as a customer for as long as possible. Apple's not so much interested in the payments or rather what those payments are. They're interested in you as a user that you're going to stay the uh, active user base, uh, part of their active user base. So this iPhone subscription service, there's, there's, there's not a ton of details on it. But the way I understand it is that it would be a flat fee. So let's say you want an iPhone 15 Pro. It'll cost you $49 a month for as long as you want. And that's like, it's not, you're not buying anything. Right. Except for the right to use whatever product you decide to buy. So it's literally renting an iPhone in perpetuity. Right. And, And, you know, so that's kind of how the upgrade program works too. If you choose to upgrade, so I'm on that, and I choose to upgrade every year, so I pay Apple all the time. I haven't, I've been paying Apple for the last. I do too. I don't know whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> forever since they for sure. started. Like I, I, I have a monthly bill that goes to Apple. I'm essentially renting my phone, but I could choose to keep it if I if I want to. The way I understand it, the subscription program is rental.
0: Right. So, like so, so remember, the idea those rent to center places. The difference yeah. would be if you. Then decide that you don't want that phone anymore, and you want to switch. You, you can then, stop paying for it. You stop paying for it, and you turn in the phone, and right, then exactly. do something
1: else. It's like a Carly. So maybe they would have a thing. Oh, well, you owe like you paid into it this residual value. I don't know. I don't know if they'd even get into that. But that yeah, sounds messy. Which is not. the does Apple really way. Yeah. Um, but th- like that's kind of how it is when you're in when you're into finance. So uh, Apple, they have the Apple Card, which is their own thing now. So. The, the rumor is that they're working on an entire payment platform where they handle the entire... So right now, that goes through Goldman Sachs. Like, they're the right. bank. Mm-hmm. Apple just provides the pretty interface in the cart. Um, Apple wants to reportedly handle all of that stuff. So they have already announced, but they haven't, re- haven't um, pushed live yet. Apple Pay Later, as Ken just said, which is that it's, it's like that... I don't know if anyone's ever used Klarna, but what you do is you buy something and then it splits it into f- uh, into four payments uh, over two over over six weeks. So you pay 25% of it upfront, two weeks later, uh, 25% more, four weeks later, 25% more, six weeks, the rest of it. Um, that's how that works. And also there's an Apple card savings plan that was announced and hasn't been implemented yet. Where, so that daily cash that you get um, with every purchase, you know, usually it's like 20 cents or something. That you can opt to have that to go into a high yield savings account, which essentially makes uh again, that's also Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs at the moment, but Apple so it's like an Apple savings account. So all of these things together the iPhone thing, the Apple card, the pay later, the savings plan is supposedly part of this massive financial system that Apple's building out. Now that's not for the faint of heart. That's a big that's a big undertaking. Yeah. Especially for a company that sells hardware.
0: Yeah, I mean, does yeah. It, do they just see some sort of pot of gold that 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 we're not seeing, or is yeah. that just some?
1: Well, no, I, I think I think we can all see it. I mean, <laughs> for, for, for one, it's literally money. Yeah, yeah. But more importantly, you it's you know that that active user base that Apple touts every quarter, oh, with two billion, two and a half billion, uh, whatever it is. That's very important for companies right now. Whether you're social media, whether you're hardware, whether you're Google search, I don't care what you're doing that uh, uh, active user has to grow and and also sustain. And that's how, you know, AirPods are great. If you can get someone paying for your phone for the rest of their life, <laughs> that's something that <laughs> Apple is. Yeah, well, don't this, look This at me. <laughs> this reminds, this is,
0: you know, I want to bring up this this other story that I don't know if you guys have seen this one or not, but there was a story about... Uh, how Gen Gen Z, Generation Z, so that's the one after yeah. the Millennials, and yeah. they have such, Apple has such a hold on these users. Yeah. And yeah. the reason is, and, and it's weird, it's like they, they say that the reason that they love, that they have so many Gen Z is because of the green bubble effect, yeah. which is well, if you're uh, in a group yeah, chat yeah. and someone's on an Android phone, the, your, the the color of the text changes from blue to to green and apparently sure. that's like if I walked in when I was in school and if I walked in wearing uh, Adidas instead of Nikes or something like that it was like you you know you wear the wrong color a pants plaid
2: and coat. it's a, just ugly
0: <laughs> right and, and you know a guy like me that's like so many generations ago for me it's like I don't understand that like I don't care it's a color but you know the kids that are doing it's, it's, this
1: it's not it's not just so we've we've read Virgin of this yeah. for years. It, it's, 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 it's not just the color. These kids, and I, and I, so I have, I have an 11-year-old son who has an iPad. Yep. He talks to his friends through iMessage and through FaceTime. He does not have a phone number. He, his, he and his friends all have Apple products. Yep. They've been weaned on this stuff. So it's not just the color of the bubble. It's once that bubble turns... All the stuff that you're used to using is gone. Right. All the effects, all the things, like it's it's all like we're just texting now. And for my son, it's it's not even an option. He can't talk to someone who who doesn't have an iPad right now because he doesn't have a phone number. Right, he right. has to have iPhone to iPhone. So all of his friends, like literally all of them, they all have iPads because that's how they communicate and you can't tell me that's not going to continue when he's a teenager well, and he that, has his own phone
2: and then you know and I, I would also argue too that there's the very subtle marketing of oh uh, you're, you're you're on a different device you know you're on, you're not in the in crowd anymore you know, True. yeah i generation. mean the, it's i think there's, there's i know part that's not the that. major driver but that's it's part of it's that, that but familiar. i think
1: the bigger thing is that apple created a system that no one else has mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Google. google has tried i don't know how many messaging services uh, that have failed Apple made it so iMessage is the thing that works right. perfectly. But you, could, you can talk on Wi-Fi without a phone number. All you need is an email address to sign up for your Apple ID, and boom, it, it, it just works. Yeah. And I think that's that's the main draw. I honestly think, I can't imagine that there are that many people who are so smug that they would say, oh, I let me, you have a green message. I, Ooh, don't, like green bubble. Like, I don't think Ooh, that's away. happening. No, no, no. But I, I do not think that, that it's ingrained rap. from a yes. young age. Yes. Not so much that the message color is blue or green, well, but well, that you were, I yeah. can talk to this person whenever I but feel.
0: But you were also mentioning features like... Like, you know, there are certain features that that only happen when you have all Apple versus when you add the Android phone. For example, for group chat, all of my, so I have three kids that all have Apple phones and then my wife and I do, I can rename that group chat into something else Yeah. Yeah. in another group chat that I have. We, there's one guy who has an Android phone or one or two and, and I can't rename that group. Right. Like it's just it's just can't do message name.
1: effects you can't uh, all that stuff now the undo send deleting all that yeah iMessage no it, and our, you know we wonder why there was a court case and and all these emails came out where they said uh-uh, we're not changing this mm-hmm. it, uh, we we saw the communication between Phil Schiller and Steve Jobs and there was talk about opening it up to yeah. Android and I think it was Phil Schiller that said no way this is this is this is our our hook.
0: Could that this be troubling? Thing, down and you the can road be mad though? at
1: Apple all you want for doing that.
0: Yeah. Could that be but troubling down the it's, road it's if they thing. if they start holding a, a, a dominant market share and then you start getting into like monopoly and antitrust or is it just there's so many other options out there well, still i don't, I don't think know, it
1: has anything to do with that yeah. antitrust is, okay. they, no. it's not their fault that making a product everybody wants to buy <laughs> right and they're not, <laughs> blocking,
2: they're not blocking android no. devices from sending right. In fact, just, they're allowing the second it. somebody the, the second somebody with an android device is part of your group all the cool things go away right Right. You know, but, but it's they're the not worst. stopping it. Right. It's the
0: worst. I know, but that yeah. just seems like that's, that's slightly uh, evil. That's pretty savvy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well,
0: that's uh, what they're there for. All right. All right. Hey, that's uh, right. we're sort of running out of time here uh, again, okay. guys. Thanks a, a bunch for, for being on the show. And if there is a spring event, we'll, um, we'll definitely have you guys uh, on and, and we'll unpack all of the, the news announcements because, yeah. um, you know, you guys are the rock stars on, on the Apple side of things. So thanks for, for joining us on the show today.
2: Thanks. Yeah. It's
0: great. All right. That's all the time we have for today's episode. Uh, don't forget to like the video, subscribe, and uh, add any comments that you have below. Join us every week for new episodes of Today in Tech. I'm Keith Shaw. Thanks for watching.